You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com On tonight's BGB we are live in front of a studio audience for the finale of The Bachelor. Woo! And rest assured we have not allotted the time that everyone needs to speak. Not enough time in the day. We definitely... Daylight savings time did not help out uh-uh. this at all. And our live studio obvi- <laughs> our live studio audience of a Auburn Barbie doll, three deer heads, and a Christmas tree, whew, they are ready to rock and roll. As you can hear, there is clapping behind us, and uh, thank you. Thank you, Auburn Barbie. Thank you. Is this um, ASMR? Okay, so anyway... Um, Two-part finale. Uh, we thank you for joining us uh, tonight. And uh, just, you had to wait an extra week for all of you BGB lovers out there. We know that you guys are out there. Thank you for joining us on this journey mm-hmm. this season. Um, it's been fun. And uh, we get to wrap it up tonight, we think. So, uh, it was a, uh interesting finale. Um, mm, there's a lot to unpack here. We we skipped women tell all because there was really no point in in doing a show for that. It was just a bunch of women cat fighting and clawing each other. Which... If you'd like a brief summary, I can do it with this sound. That's what I would probably summarize it as. So yeah, and then so that's that, and then uh, we have the finale and two part finale. Uh, night one was Monday night, and uh, tonight was. Uh, Tuesday, and we had part two, and uh, night one was is how we're gonna kick this thing off, and then we'll kind of talk about the ending of this season and and what went down and our thoughts on the matter. Um, but Mm-mm-mm. night one um went off with a bang. <sighs> it went off with a barb. I dare I say. Uh, okay, so just to kind of jump in to the final two scenario, we have Madison, Hannah Ann, and basically, if you don't know how the setup is for the final two dates, basically, um, the parents come down to wherever it is for this situation, it's Australia, they meet with both of the girls separately, spend a whole day with them, and then they have their final date with Peter. Well... Hannah Ann was first. Um, Hannah Ann made it very clear that her goal was to make sure that Peter's family knew that she loved him. And how did she do that? By repeatedly saying, I love your son. I love your son. I love your son. I truly love your son. I love him. I do. I love him. Um, on a serious note, though, it really did seem like Hannah Ann had a good connection with the Webbers. Um, Barb was eating it up. Um... I'm pretty sure that Hannah Ann probably complimented Mr. Weber's stash a couple times, you know, um, chuffed him a little bit. Um, but for the most part, you don't really see a whole lot other than things just going pretty swimmingly, I would say. Um, and at the end of the day, basically, Hannah Ann just reassures Peter that she loves him. Again, if I had a dollar for every time, Hannah Ann said that she loved Peter Weber. Um, so... That was a pretty general thing. For the sake of time, we're just going to leave it at that. Now, Madison. Keep in mind that um, she didn't want to build Legos with Peter because she's saving her um, her Stormtrooper Lego set for marriage. Well, they hadn't really had time to talk about it. Basically, they went straight into the rose ceremony. There was this awkward long pause of trying to decide whether or not Madison was going to accept the rose. And that's really the only time they've gotten to talk. Well, 
basically, Madison shows up for this um, meet the parents date, and you can tell that she's just stressed out, nervous, trying to figure out how to even get through this. And honestly, um, it's a pretty intense conversation between her and Peter, trying to figure out how to move forward, um, trying to figure out just the process of what next, what now. Um, freaking out a little bit about meeting the parents after the past couple of days that they've had. Um, she's definitely stressed out, and you can tell. Honestly, um, I think that I can I commend Madison because this entire time she has thought fully with her head um, and has really thought through what this could look like. Um, and basically, it's a pretty short thing where they kind of just try to figure it out. They don't show a whole, whole lot of the conversation. But in actuality, we later find out that it was apparently three hours of them discussing and communicating. But it does end in Peter and Madison giggling. Peter making it clear that he cares about Madison and doesn't want to give up on this and wants to process through things. Um, and then they go in and they meet the parents. <sighs> Let me just go ahead and do the disclaimer. I want to hug Phyllis Ham after <laughs> watching Barb these past two episodes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give the disclaimer now that I'm not a Barb fan whatsoever. Well, Barb's a liar. Barb's for, for starters. Barb we... has already met Madison as we began this show when we first did BGB, if mm-hmm. you'll remember. Within the first two episodes of this doing do, of us doing this show, Madison had already went on the first solo date and met Barb and Peter Sr. at their vow renewal. And this is where Barb tells Madison that she can see that they are very happy together and that she, and that she just loves Madison. That she just mm-hmm. thinks she's great and gives her the biggest hug. Mm-hmm. So Barb's a liar. And I'm not going to sit here and mix words about it. She's a liar. She's a nutcase. And quite frankly, I'm with you. She is worse than any contestant that has ever been on this show. She's mm-hmm. worse than Luke P. That's and that's sad. saying a lot. Yeah. Um. And as we discuss this, I think you'll quickly figure out um how Peter got his taste in women. And I don't really know how Hannah Ann and Madison slipped through that. But basically... It seems to me like them two and Kelly were probably the only three girls who didn't give me major Barb vibes. Anyways, so they start discussing. Usually they split off and they speak to each person um, one-on-one, kind of like how hometowns are. And Madison makes it very clear that her and Peter kind of had a rough patch. Um, She's being very open and vulnerable, really like letting her heart out, letting them know that she cares about their son, but she's trying to figure things out. She talks a little bit about fantasy suites, and this is kind of where, and disclaimer if there's young years, um, we're not going to talk about too much of building Legos, but I do want to talk about this more seriously and less jokes. It confuses me that Madison opens up about how she wants to wait to have sex until she's married. Um, She talks about how her and Peter went her separate ways that night, and you would have thought that she said that she had stabbed Peter 42 times. I mean, she was just kind of in awe, honestly giving her stank faces, being disrespectful, questioning uh, Madison's character, questioning the fact that she thought that Madison was going to try to change her, that she was disrespecting Peter by giving him an ultimatum. And this whole ultimatum thing, I hear the logic behind it in the sense of if... You you could take it out of context of that. But Madison, that wasn't her intentions. She basically just wanted to make it clear that, you know what? This is not just Peter's journey. This is my journey. This is a relationship. When we leave the reality TV world, this would still be a relationship. And I need to make sure that my values are being upheld too. And I think that that's just extremely um, strong um, and beautiful of Madison. But Barb just basically takes it as, you're not letting my son have his way. And you're not letting my son have sex. Literally. You're, 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 uh, or because my son had sex, that's fine. And, and hey, if that's the way you feel about it, 
That is fine, but you want to know something? We're not going to sit here and tell Madison that, you know, she's in the wrong exactly for not wanting to have sex with her son. Everyone has rights in that Get regard. out of here. Everyone has a choice if they want to partake in that or not, and Madison doesn't. She wants to wait to marriage. She is a God-fearing woman who wants to wait until she's married and have that moment with someone that she's going to spend the rest of her life with, and there is nothing wrong with that. Um, but my, I just remind you that Barb also was basically standing up, causing a hoorah, clapping constantly when Hannah B talked about how Peter and Hannah had, had sex four times in a windmill. Um, She, she wants to praise her son for being intimate with a woman four times in one night when they weren't even really an item, mm -hmm. to be quite frank. Um, and she wants to praise her son for being a, uh, intimate with two other women in this season of, of his show. And then wants to praise him for, you know, being who he is, which that's fine. But, but let's face it. We, he's already, we've already addressed this. Peter is a partier. Madison's not. Peter will drink. Madison will not. And, I and that, that is a difference. They are different, and that's fine. It's okay to be different, and and we'll get to that later. But the thing about mm -hmm. it is, is if, you, if you're going to be different, it doesn't mean you can't be together. You're just going to have to work through it. Exactly. And by no means am I, like, sex-shaming anyone. I'm not I either. Just, I want to make it clear that sex does not define love. But I'm also not shaming somebody for their opinion on waiting. Exactly. I... Like Barb, who who is an idiot. I, literally, we did, we sat here basically screaming at the TV. You would have thought this was the Iron Bowl, and you would have thought that Barb was Bama. I mean, it was a nightmare. Well, it, it's funny you mentioned that. Our friend Chandler Fullman um, had a really good tweet uh, just a few moments ago, and uh, he says this. He says, Barb deserves her heartbroken. I want to make Barb hurt worse than I want an Alabama fan to hurt. I second that, Chandler. I hate, I really just dislike Barb. And basically from there, while she's talking to her, Peter is talking to his brother. And his brother, I mean, he is just trying to be kind of real with Peter. And he's not putting his own manipulative spin on it. He's just like, dude, you go out to the clubs and line dance all the time. Like, every night you go to the bars, you drink. Like, we're, we're spiritual, but, like, we're not as religious as her. Like, how are you going to make this work? And... In my personal opinion, I just don't really know if Peter and Madison are equally yoked. And well, I, I think of, that's kind of obvious. Um, I personally see kind of a big question mark with that. But at the same time, this is Madison's journey. There's stuff that we haven't seen. There's conversations we haven't seen. And she knows her man. But Peter is like, I'm willing to wait for her. I'm willing to grow in my spirituality. And that's I, what matters. I think that is absolutely incredible. I think a relationship should not be just a cakewalk, easy peasy. I think a relationship should challenge you. It should push you. It should um, grow you. And I think that it's very clear that that's what Madison wanted. And the Webbers just didn't seem to have that. So basically, those are kind of like the main points of her meeting time with them. And Barb told Peter that her feelings about Madison, then that they were not very good at this point. Mm -hmm. Um but, and that she wanted, she wanted Hannah Ann. That's who she wanted. And very unfairly, might I add. I must say, you said that so nicely. Um, this whole time, in every single preview, we have seen the "Bring her home, bring her home to us." And we we've went on record on this show. We thought it was about Maddie. No, what it was was Barb literally manipulating the living crap out a of Peter. A meltdown, a meltdown. If I've ever seen a meltdown, a toddler tantrum. Just stupid. She looked stupid. It was ridiculous. She was probably drunk. If we're being honest, I prayed to God. And God told me that Hannah, like Hannah is okay. An are we are we praying to the same God that you know Madison serves, of who she you know doesn't want to have sex with Peter until she's married to him? I mean, so we're gonna we're gonna shame Madison and talk about how Madison is is not right for her son because she's, in her words, given an ultimatum. But yet, I I prayed to God to put the right girl in your path, mm -hmm. and I believe that He has. 
<laughs> and it's Hannah Ann. And I'm like, so which God, are we praying to the same God here? Is this, a, or are we just fooling ourselves? And don't get me wrong. And I will say this, because we're about to kind of get into the, the dates. Hannah Ann really grew on me in these couple of episodes. She's fantastic. I, I really like her. I think this entire time, we really haven't seen a whole lot of her. Because I don't think the producers really knew how things were going to end. So I think that the editors kind of left Hannah in as a question mark almost. Um, but I think we really get to see an actual side of her. And I do think that her feelings were genuine to Peter. Um, but I don't think that Peter's family was being fair and unbiased or really like seeing things eye to eye. I think that it might have gone completely different if they would have met Maddie first and Hannah Ann, personally. Um, but anyways... So, we get our final dates, and basically, Peter and Madison go to Uluru, which is this giant million-year-old rock glacier waterfall thing in Australia, and they're flying around it, and you can tell that Madison's kind of got a law in her brain, and they talk, and they're just processing things, and Madison makes the decision to go home, and Peter is heartbroken, he is hurt. Madison, you could tell that was not an easy decision for her, but I respect the crap out of Madison for leaving when she did because she knew in that moment what she needed to do, and she wasn't selfish. She was honest. She pushed herself to do something that she didn't want to do for the sake of the betterment of herself and someone else, and I thought that was really, really powerful of her, but Peter's heartbroken, but what he decides not to do is to tell Hannah Ann that she left. Um, and basically he goes on a date with Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann, and acts as though nothing happened. Um, Hannah Ann's kind of at this point where she's hanging on by a thread. She's stressed out because she loves Peter. She's been there for Peter. She's been a rock for Peter. But where is he? Like, where is he at? He keeps saying that he's torn between two women, and this girl is like full sin Peter. Um, and... The entire day, I mean, they play with baby kangaroos, and then he comes over to her uh, Australian suite, and they have a good conversation, and you can just tell that that girl is at her wit's end. I mean, I couldn't imagine loving someone so hard and them just being like, mm, yeah, you're cool, like, you're perfect, like, great girl, like, banging bud, but hey, um, I can't. I don't know. Um, I just, ugh. It it breaks my heart for Hannah Ann. You could tell when he leaves, she cries, and she's not happy with how that went. Well, this is that's where the, in my opinion, this is where the show fails to be good, mm-hmm. because at this point, Peter already admits that. I mean, and admits, I mean, to everybody, I, my heart is with two women. Mm-hmm. Now, does that happen in real life? Outside of the show, yeah, I'm sure it does. I mean, people have feelings for multiple people. But, but I don't think you can be, like, falling head over heels in love with two people. I, like, either way, mm. either way, it it fails miserably as a show at this point because now we're we're talking about real-life situations that are displayed for everybody to see on TV. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get the, oh, well, it's just made for TV. Well, to a certain extent, it is made for TV, and that's mm-hmm. true. But then there comes to a certain extent as well that there is real-life emotion after being with somebody for however many weeks in a row, however many days in a row, mm-hmm. and it becomes real life. And so to say that Madison never experienced something that was not made for TV, I think would be a falsity. And I think it would be untrue because I believe that she had real emotion. She had real feelings. I believe Hannah Ann had real emotion, had real feelings. And I believe Peter had real emotion and real feelings. And he messed up a lot. He wasn't the best bachelor. He was he was far from the best bachelor. But he wasn't the worst. But Juan he wasn't Pablo the was. worst. He wasn't a he wasn't a tailhole. Um and I just I believe that this is where the show fails. You get to a certain point where it's no longer that you're not you're no longer dating and carrying on and hooping and hollering with thirty women, but you've got two or three, and mm-hmm. it's becoming really real to somebody. And you're either going to make somebody really happy, or you're going to break a lot of hearts along the way, and you're going to burn a lot of bridges. And that's mm-hmm. exactly the way it normally ends up. There's only been like 
out of however many seasons of this show, there's only been like one or two couples that actually stay together and do something with their lives. And I will also say this, because I'm, again, diehard Bachelor fan, have done a lot of research into how the show works. Um, And several Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants have gone on record saying, do the producers scheme some stuff up in the sense of situations like Champagne Gate or things like that? Sure. But they do not hold a gun to anyone's head and make them say any of the words that they say or make any of the decisions that they do. Um, So nothing is necessarily, like, quote, scripted. Um, They might convince, hey, Madison, like, you, you really need to tell Peter how you feel. But no one is making anyone say that they love someone. No one's making anyone um, speak their emotions. I mean, so the emotions that are felt are real. And, I don't know, the whole thing just kind of makes me feel weird. Um, But pretty much that's where we end with uh, episode one or part one of the finale. Um, is And Madison has left. She's went home. She has left the... She's left the Outback and has went home, back home to Auburn. And Hannah Ann's still there, has no idea that she is the only girl left. Zero idea. Um, And we'll get to that in a second. And Peter is just kind of like struggling. So, now here we are. Tonight's episode, the finale. Goodness, okay. So, we start off with Peter just kind of going on his Australian jog through some sand or dirt, I don't know. I don't even know where he's at. And he's running around, and he's talking. There's this overlap about, like, I'm just in love with Hannah Ann. I cannot wait for her to be my wife. Look, Madison's been gone for two days. Two days. Dose. Whatever. Um, And he's like, I, she's just perfect for me. She's been my rock. She's always been there for me. I just cannot wait to make her my wife. And then Hannah Ann's over here, basically laying on a bed like a dead body. And she's like, I just, I, I want to be chosen. I don't want to, I don't want to be one of the girls that he has in his heart. I want to be the one. And I don't know if I am. And I just have a lot of emotions. And you could tell that she's just questioning it all. She's like, I, I, part of me just wants to go home. Like, she's just overwhelmed and over it. Um, and, as all this is happening, they're getting ready um, to go to the final ceremony, which typically in a traditional setting looks like um, one of the men or women coming up to the bachelor or bachelorette, speaking their heart, and there might be a proposal. If not, then they break up there. That person leaves. Next person comes in. They propose. Well, since there's only one, but Hannah Ann has no idea if she's the first or the last. She has no idea if he's already proposed. Has no clue about any of this. Um, and also, a sidebar that I completely forgot, um, Peter FaceTimes Hannah Ann's dad, asks for the blessing, he says yes, he's super pumped, well, Peter's waiting for Hannah Ann, and Chris comes up, and another moment we've been seeing in the previews a lot is, Peter, I just, I just found something out, and I need to let you know, finally find out what that is, and we all thought it was probably Maddie's coming back, or Hannah Brown's here, in actuality, it's, I don't know if Hannah Ann's coming. Peter literally is about to pass out. He has to go lay down. Super stressed out. She does come. And he gathers himself. She comes down. And he gives a proposal that in a lot of ways is beautiful. Um, But I would definitely call it a Madison sandwich. In the sense of... In the middle of the proposal, he stops and goes, Oh, and by the way, Maddie left. And you're the only one left. Completely changes his voice. Completely changes his demeanor. And... I could not imagine being proposed to and another woman's name that he was literally just torn over two days ago being a part of my proposal. Well, it's basically Madison left and you're the only one here. And so with that being the case, you win. And Hannah Ann's just kind of like in the shock of it all. She's getting proposed to. So she's not taking everything in. She's just kind of like, oh my God, like this is happening. Oh my gosh, I'm getting proposed to. Oh my gosh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Like... She's freaking out, and she says yes. They have their little five minutes of love, and then it kind of cuts off from there. And the next scene that we see, The Bachelor and whoever wins the show, they get to kind of have a little rendezvous that's secret and no one knows about. Um, They'll go to various locations and meet up. Um, But first month of them being engaged... Hannah Ann is over it. 
Peter is over it. And Hannah Ann, I mean, someone play Truth Hurts by Lizzo because she, oh, she stood up for herself. She flamed him. She flamed him. Um, And she mentions this, um, I'm just going to kind of skip ahead for a second, in her talk with Peter that not only did he want to have conclus- like a conclusion with Madison, but he wanted to have a closure with Hannah Brown. You literally just went on this, what, eight-week journey? And you're still thinking about Hannah Brown and how you need to talk to her about things and process things with her? Mm-mm. To me, that's just a red flag. Well, you could tell that he is just not loving her well. He's not lo- fully loving her. He keeps telling her, you know, be patient with me. Um, I just need time. I just I need to process this. Um, just, just give me more time. I just need some space. And Hannah Ann's done. Hannah Ann lets him know, you know what, I have loved you. I have been your rock. But guess what? I have been my own rock because you have not been there for me. Um, She pops off. She lets it be very clear. And I commend her for it because she deserves to not be someone's second choice. She really is a well-rounded girl. And you can just tell that this hurt her. I mean, she even says you took... A moment that was supposed to be so special for me. An engagement. And you basically just... I was your second choice. Like she... Ooh, she gets him. Takes the ring off. Gives it to him. She was just... I don't even like hear anything you say. Because nothing you've said has um been action. It's all just been words. I mean, she pops off. And then we have a single bachelor. A single Peter once again. Well, this could be the end of our story. But... The producers and Chris Harrison want a little more. So Chris goes to Auburn, Alabama, sits down with Madison, and tells her all about what's going down. And Madison just kind of seems like she's in shock and disbelief. And Chris says, pack your bag. Let's go to L.A. Well, that was, I mean, he had to, he had to come to the realization with her that where her feelings were at. He didn't just say, well, pack your bags, you're going to L.A. Yeah. It was it was only that way if she still had feelings and how where was she at in her headspace because the bottom line is is that Peter could not get there with Hannah Ann because he was thinking about Madison. Mm-hmm. It was always Madison. It was Madison from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Something we felt really strongly about was that it was going to be Madison, and his actions always kind of just... They they never did prove it to be that, but we felt that, and um, so if it if it was that way, then yes, let's pack your bags and go to all uh, to get, go to L.A. Um, and she really she hadn't been able to move on either. She felt bad about leaving the way she did, which she should not have felt bad about leaving the way uh-uh. she did. That was to be quite honest. That's what Barb wanted. That's what Barb wanted was to make Madison feel bad and to make her feel inadequate for the way that she felt about things and mm. um and we're not having any of that first off um I'm here to mm. rebuke Barb tonight and I'm going to be very harsh toward her later um and, and I do not feel bad about that I don't care if her or Peter or Maddie listens to this and and hears me go off don't care cuz it's just the truth and so mm. um really and truly she should not have felt bad about the way she left, but she said that she did because she really does love Peter, and uh, she hated the way that she handled it. And so, with that being said, she actually gets the opportunity. That's when Chris Harrison says, well, pack your bags, because if that's the way you feel, then we're taking you back out to L.A. for the live show. And something that I, yeah, I definitely skipped over a lot of the details of that, but something that I think was round one of me being infuriated with Barb Weber was Madison started being vulnerable with Chris about how hard it's been. She started talking about, I've had a hard time eating. I've had a hard time sleeping. I've just been just really overwhelmed. And they show a little split screen. They do that on The Bachelor um, to see maybe someone that's being referenced or someone's specific reaction to something. When I say that Barb Weber rolled her eyes at Madison in that moment... I have never been more angry in my life. She had the audacity to roll her freaking eyes at Madison Pruitt. Barb Weber, who do you freaking think you are to Mm -hmm. sit there 
after everything that you have said prior to when she had to come meet you in Australia, after she had already met you the first time in which you said that you loved her and thought she was fantastic and fantastic for your son, and because she wouldn't sleep with your son, then you're going to sit there and roll your eyes because now she's really being who, you know, she's been real the whole time. She's Mm -hmm. been nothing but real. She stood by her faith. She stood her ground, and she has been unapologetically Maddie Pruitt. And that is not something for you to roll your eyes about. And quite frankly, you're the worst. You are the absolute worst. It just honestly disgusted me. And Barb gets, just to give a disclaimer, Barb gets to give her 10 cents. I wouldn't even say 2 cents. Should have never got to give her 10 cents. She should have had to keep her mouth duct taped. She was asked to give her 2 and she gave her 10. Um, And we'll get to that in a second. Um, But... They show the clip. Um, Peter actually thinks that he is meeting up with Chris to talk through and process things. He's looking out at his pool, and all of a sudden, Maddie walks up. They give each other the biggest hug. They Peter's in shock, but he has the biggest grin on his face. And from there, basically, Maddie explains, you know, I've, I've heard what happened. Um, Chris came and talked to me, and... I think that we need to talk. And Peter's like, yeah, let's do it. And from that moment, um, they started processing things. And she, and the whole time this is happening, mind you, this is a live show. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, they're playing it for the live studio audience. And while it's playing, as Riley already said, there's the little split screen in the bottom left-hand corner of your TV. And it's showing people in the audience. Well, it's it's showing uh, Peter. It's showing... Um, just different people. It's showing Hannah Ann, who's in a private room. They've already talked on on stage, and that talk went about as she basically about as like you would think it popped went. Off. Um, Barb clapped more for, <clears throat> for Hannah, Hannah Ann than Peter. And uh, anyway, yeah, because I mean, heck, you know, she's got you know Peter has her full support. Uh, mm-hmm. to, yeah, it's a joke. Um, but anyway, uh, as as you're watching it live, and they're watching it live, and the little little split screens down at the bottom left corner while while this is happening i mean just the faces Mm -hmm. that barb weber is is making i'm like first off barbara keep making those faces your face is gonna stick like that and it's not gonna be funny so that's the moment that they bring out maddie to sit beside peter and to start talking through this and we stand and let's go ahead and give the disclaimer now I looked at my clock and saw that we had about 15 minutes left of the show. And rest assured, at least two commercial breaks. It was more than 15. It was about 30, but... No, it was when, like 20 at most. It was about 9.30. It was about 8.30 when, when she actually came, came out. out. on. Yeah, it was about 8.30, but when you count in commercial breaks and all that stuff, especially for the weight of the situation, 30 minutes is a little dim, especially when you still have to bring out the next batch of the ret, mm-hmm. which you've agreed to do. So it wasn't a whole lot of time, but there was 30 minutes left in the show, but I agree that 30 minutes wasn't really enough. It felt like 15. Anyways, so they sit down and they just kind of start talking about things and you can tell that Barb is like giving Maddie the biggest death glare from the audience. Um, and... Maddie basically is talking through everything, you know, um, basically having to pretty much reiterate herself. And I would go on a limb and say, most of Bachelor Nation is on Maddie B's side. I would go on record to say that pretty much all of Bachelor Nation. Yeah, I mean, Twitter last night was grilling Barb. And to be honest, they had every reason to. Um, Just because, oh, side note, we didn't even mention this. Um, when Han- when he was announcing that he got engaged to Hannah and to the family, literally... It looked like she was going to have a heart attack because she thought that he was going to say Madison. He, like, brought some suspense to it. Um, he was some, like, I want to let you know, I'm, I'm engaged, I am an engaged man, I am engaged, I am engaged. to a female, this female has brown hair. Both of them have brown hair. Like, I mean, like he's just like building the suspense. And, and and Barbara looks like she's about to have a mental breakdown. And here's like my the thing. crazy nut she is. You look at Peter in that moment, and he is smitten. 
It should not have mattered which girl he chose. It would have mattered. It would have probably mattered if one of them was crazy. But no. But neither one of them were manipulative or crazy. No, like he picked. They were both fine girls. He picked the two most normal girls in the show. They were both fine girls. Matter of fact, if I had a son, I would would not mind either one of them dating my son. 100%. Yes. Well, basically you would have thought that she was going to die in that moment if he said Madison's name. And he said Hannah Ann's, and she jumps for joy, starts sobbing. I mean, you would have thought that she won a million dollars. So, fast forward back to them talking. Um, basically, Chris Harrison's just asking, like, well, now what? Where are we going now? What's happening next? What are we going to do? And you can tell Peter and Madison really don't know. Um, they're just trying to figure things out one step at a time, but I guess that wasn't enough. Barb had to have her uh, time in the spotlight. Um, when um, I say time in the spotlight, I mean... Like, time to bash Madison. And I will say this. She mentions some stuff that we didn't see. She mentions that Madison and Peter's talk lasted three hours. or they And were- that she didn't want to come meet them. Which is totally BS because she's already met them. Exactly. Why would she be afraid to see them again? And also, that could have been taken completely out of context. Just to play some devil's advocate here. It might have been, I don't know if I want to meet your family because of everything that happened right now. I want to figure this out first. I mean, like, it could have been. And I think that's valid. I think that's very valid. I think that, I think Barb has no basis or ground to stand on with that at all. I don't either. I don't think that Madison, after they were smiling and giggling, was like, "Mm, no, screw them. I don't want to see them. Yeah, no. Like, that frustrates me. Um, But they also said that, um, you know... Hannah Ann was just very like engaged with us and comforting, and Madison just and seemed ha- like and she was here to change the first things. Time. That's what I'm saying. And like Madison wasn't here to change her son. She has come. Okay, literally, I've heard it a million times in Matronation. I've heard it several times in this series, like season two. Fifty fifty. Madison came with her fifty, and God forbid her fifty fifty had to do with not having sex and. Standing her ground on the fact that she has a strong faith base. Good for, for some you, reason, For some reason, that 50% wasn't enough for Barb. She wanted her to just kind of shut down. And I think, and I respect the living crap out of Madison for this moment. Madison defended herself to Barb. Yes, she did. And, um, and not ugly. Respectful. But very respectful and very sincere and serious, though. Serious, which was mm-hmm. good. If she meant business. That we're not going to sit here and do this right now. She stood her ground. And good for her. Like, she could tell. She was like, you know, this is something that I think needs to be discussed later. I think that me and Peter um, are happy. We need to figure things out. Barbara, um, you could learn a thing or two from Madison Pruitt. That's what I'm saying. If you would sit and listen and shut up, you would learn a thing or two from Madison Pruitt. You may be older than Madison Pruitt, but you're not wiser than Madison Pruitt. And you would have thought that Mr. Weber's mouth was like... Zipped up by his mustache. Until he didn't have enough, you know, guts to speak up. And she kind of uh, mm-hmm. basically chopped his... <laughs> zipper mustache off. Zipper mustache Well, off. Chris also probed him. He was like, how do you feel about this? He was like, I think that the situation is difficult. And I think that we want what's best for our son. And, you know, Chris, like, obliged. Chris was like, you know, like, I have two sons. I know that you want the world for them. Um, and then finally, Peter, for the first time in Bachelor history, stands up for himself and the girl that he cares about. And and Madison had her also had her time to defend herself. He gave her the time to rebuttal. And and as our uh, good friend and and fellow Auburn compadre Laura Hodgson uh, so quoted tweeted, uh, and we thought this was great and very true. Madison. Uh, was beauty, she was grace, and she put Barb in her place. Heard. <laughs> Period. Um, goodness. Um, the whole thing, just overall, because of the lack of a lot of time, kind of just ended on Peter being like, you know what, I love her, that's all that should matter. That's right, that's and it's all purpose. that should matter. After Barb sits there and, and blatantly lies about, you know, all this stuff. Because, again, she met her when the season started. And liked her. And liked her. But because she and Peter needed to process some things beforehand. Guess what, Barb? That's normal. 
that's normal for people to have to process things. Gosh, this just makes me want to hug your mom. I'm so thankful that she's an angel. I, I'm, I agree. And if Rhonda Jacks would have acted this way toward me, uh, yeah, it probably would have caused some very big problems and we would have had an issue. Um, so. And they kept talking about obstacles and things that were going to get in the way of their relationship and figuring it out. That's basically where it ended is there's a lot of obstacles, but we're going to try to take this one step at a time. Didn't even, like, end in, like, we're going to start dating, or it just kind of ended in a question mark. Um, I don't think at this point we really know what's happening. Um, we, I think that, uh, from what I could tell, they they were going to try to make it work, or try to talk it out, see where they could progress, mm-hmm. and, and see if maybe it could be... They could find the ground to be more compatible um, because they both agree and on live, you know, their feelings that they both do love each other. Exactly. And there's differences, but they're willing to work them out. And that's what matters. And that's what's so important. But it just kind of leaves on just this overall question mark of Barb being tense at Madison, Madison having to defend herself, Peter being like, I love Madison, and both of them just kind of being like, well, frick. And to me, and this is what bothers me, they talk about the obstacles. But at the end of the day, when the Webbers and your potential significant other, your potential future husband's family is causing so much tension and so many more obstacles than there already are, I just, I want the world for Madison. I hope that they work out um, if he is willing to grow and they're willing to meet each other in the middle and no one has to sacrifice their values or if this all can work out, I think it could be absolutely beautiful. Love conquers all. But I would just have the hardest time after seeing everything that my potential mother-in-law has said and done being a part of that family. Well, here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to end, I'm going to leave it at this. This is my last comment toward Barbara. Barbara, you are everything that a mother-in-law should not be. Heard. Um, and Peter could come on this show at any point and defend her. Um, which I would expect him to do and, and use the theory of, well, she's my mother and she loves me. She wants what's best for me. And that's fair. But at the same time, what she did to Peter and to Madison mm-hmm. is blatantly wrong. Mm-hmm. And again, she is everything that a mother-in-law should not be. She is not a mother-in-law that anybody on this planet would want. And, um, I'm going to leave it at that because again from from I I would I would tell Peter to his face it's fine for you to feel that way if you want to defend her but at the same time I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're right because what she did to you was wrong. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that regardless. I know you love her. That's fine. She was wrong. Awful mother-in-law mm-hmm. she would be if if she continued to feel that way. And so. you know I hate the way that this concludes. I mean, not just our podcast, but just this whole thing. I mean, obviously the journey's not still over. This is going to carry on into real life, and we can see what the potential is, what could happen. Um, But it's just kind of a frustrating ending to a frustrating season. Um, I've loved seeing Maddie's journey through this. Um, I have a lot of respect for Hannah Ann. Um, I have respect for Peter, but not as much as I did during Hannah B season, if I'm being honest. Oh, same. Um. I still actually, I mean. It's I, fluctuated. Yeah, I mean, it's different. It, and, and again, it's a different season. I mean, Peter, this was Peter's journey. Mm-hmm. And he went through it, Um, and he had to do what he had to do. I don't disrespect him for anything he's done. Right. I'm not mad at him for what he did to Hannah Ann. It was a mistake. He owned up to it. I don't fault him anymore. I mean, he is forgiven. Yeah. I mean, he's the one that has to live with that. I don't think that Peter's very good at feeling like the bad guy. Um, I think the idea of having to break up with someone on live TV just stressed him out. Well, it would probably stress me out, too, so I can't fault him. Yeah, but you can't just propose to someone just to propose to them. But he learned. He learned his lesson. It happened. It's over. Mm. So that, you know... I don't know. I mean, this has been it's been interesting it's because been a we've coaster. we've had a vested interest in this show because of Madison. And I don't again, Riley's already said it. Don't know where we go from here. 
Don't know what's going to happen between Maddie and Peter. Mm -hmm. I, for one, wish them the best if they are together, if they decide they want to make this work. I'm 100% in support. Mm -hmm. I will give them my support, not that it matters. I'm just a nobody. (laughs) But uh, I'm a part of her Auburn family, so that makes a difference to me. But uh, I want what's best for her. I want what's best for Peter if she's going to be with him. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of crazy things might come out of it. But... Mm -hmm. I don't know what it means, you know, moving forward, but we'll see. Um, Who knows? We might have a bonus episode with an update. Who knows? Well, what I'm thinking is, and, and, you know, not to leave everybody hanging, but there's some opportunities that could arise from what we've done here on BGB. I don't really know what those might be. Um, I know some things have been talked about within our circle that that could happen with this show, um, and we'll see. But what I do feel like might happen not to leave everybody on a cliffhanger but at least what i think minimum what our listeners are going to get um and again we'll we'll be talking about this in the days to come um at least a recap of the whole season where we have at least maybe an outside source a moderator potentially our our editor-in-chief kyle loomis where he sits us down and we recap the season with a q a where we're where we're asked questions and kind of give our you know unabashed opinion um on what happens and 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 it may we may do that or we may do something different there may be interviews with other people mm-hmm. i'm not sure i don't know what to tell you um but i don't think this is the last episode probably of this show uh it's hard to be continued though <laughs> yeah we we just don't know um but it's been a fun ride it's been a fun journey doing this every week and mm-hmm. uh like I said, there'll probably be one, maybe another episode of just some Q&As or interviews that we might do. Who knows what we're going to do, but I, I've really enjoyed it, and it's been just an experience uh, of a lifetime to be able to just have a vesting interest in this show because, like I said, we've watched it for so many years, but we've just been like, we've picked and choose who we like. Well, from the get-go, we already knew you know, that we're going to have a very big rooting interest in this show, and mm-hmm. It proved to be not just because she was from Auburn. It proved to be because she was actually who she said she was. She was a really good role model for everybody, a good role model for young girls. Um, And she set an example and a tone on this show that I will go on record with a very strong statement here. There has not been another contestant like Madison Pruitt. I completely agree. Ever on this show. I completely agree with everything you've said. Um, she made Auburn, Alabama proud, mm-hmm. and that's saying a lot when you can make a whole city proud in front of the whole entire world. And, you know, even if she hadn't have been an Auburn Tiger, I would have still been rooting for her just as hard. And I think that that's pretty much all Bachelor Nation. I mean, not everyone that watches The Bachelor is an Auburn fan, but I think that they have a little love in their heart for it now because of Maddie P. Um, And I think, and again, not to say anything negative about Hannah B., but I think that we really did see someone who showed such strong faith um, and was so clear of her beliefs and her her understandings. I thought it was beautiful. It was a stark contrast between those two uh, because Hannah B was a lot more worldly with Peter than Maddie. And that's no shade to her, but I mean, it's just... It's not, but at the same time, when you go on live TV and you're going to sit there and talk about your faith, but then start talking about... I have had about, sex, but Jesus still loves me. Jesus still right. loves you, but that doesn't... That's right. Let's not we flaunt... Religion, we're but... not going <laughs> to flaunt it. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so... It's just kind of that, but again, I make that statement because I I 100% believe it, and I feel like everybody that has watched this show believes it, that mm-hmm. there's not there's never in, what, 25 seasons of this show ever been a contestant like Madison Pruitt, mm-hmm. and there's never been a family like the Pruitt family on this show. Absolutely. I don't I don't believe it, and... Uh, I would have loved to see the Pruitts be in that audience and pop off at ball. Very, very proud. Chad Pruitt would have probably went to bat for Maddie times 10, and it mm-hmm. would have been glorious to see him put Barb in her place, but... Oh, yeah. Um, Again, thank you guys for listening. We're going to wrap this thing up, and we'll see what comes out of it in the near future. Um, it's been a fun ride, and uh, 
you know, we here at this network, we're a family friendly network and we want to really, anytime anything good happens in Auburn, anytime anything good happens for Auburn, we want to be the first one to be innovative. We want to be the first one to make something and capitalize on it mm-hmm. and, and not capitalize on it in a monetary way or capitalize on it in a negative way, but we want to be innovators and we want to lead the way in promoting Auburn and Auburn University and the city of Auburn and in Auburn academics and athletics. Anything that is good that we can promote Auburn for, we want to. And mm-hmm. this just happened to be what we went with this this time and and it, it proved to be really fun and uh and I'm very glad and thankful we got to do this. I want to thank our, our whole team at E two C um that that just gave us an opportunity. Thank Kyle, Clint, uh Chandler, Peter, Drew, Austin, um, AJ and uh and Justin, all who have listened to this show and, and gave us, you know, insight on what they know and, and their opinions on things. Without those guys, it's a team here at E2C. I mean it's a team and it's a fun, family friendly environment. And I just want to go on record to say that I love all those guys. Um, I never knew that joining this network would give us friends that, that you know, even though we don't get to see each other often, um, they they have become really important and special to me because we practically talk. We all talk every day. I mean, shoot, Justin's at our wedding. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, again, E2C, we love you guys and our listeners. We love you guys. Thank you all for coming on this journey with us, Riley. Thank you for joining this show. And uh, thank you for, for being my partner in crime on this. It's been really fun. It has. I and, loved it. Uh, so with that, we'll just stay tuned with us. Bear with us, and we'll see what comes out of this. And as always, War Eagle. War Thanks, Eagle. everybody. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?